So Shelly, this week we decided to do something that we haven't done in a while. We've been having a lot of people whine and complain to us that they miss the letters episodes. <laughs> so fine. Fine. Uh, we'll give you one. I uh, know. We've got some good letters, though. We do. Mm-hmm. We do. And depending on timing, we might get three in. Shit. Oh, my gosh. I better read fast. <laughs> Ready? Go. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, why don't we get to it after the break? All right. We'll do that then. Be right back. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. Hey, everybody, welcome to Latter Day Lesbian, the podcast about an ex Mormon gay girl trying to figure out her life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, letters episode. Gosh, can we introduce ourselves? Oh. I just got done saying, don't forget, <laughs> we need to introduce ourselves. <laughs> Like no one knows, I'm Mary. <laughs> and I'm Shelly. So, letters episode. <laughs> what do you think? I say let's do it. <laughs> Today we are reading from Nevermose, as it turns out. All the letters. Yeah, it's kind of fun to get Nevermose writing in. I mean, we love all of our letters, but Nevermose, it's just it's just a different, uh, I don't know, you decide. I'm going to read it to you. I mean, I'm a Nevermose, so. <laughs> I always forget that. <laughs> do you? <laughs> mm. You think I'm just so blended into this Mormon culture? I wouldn't say you're blended. I just say you know a lot of the bullshit at this point. Well, that's true. Mm -hmm. Probably the Nevermo listeners do as well, I'm guessing. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't you kick us off today? I will. This letter was sent in by someone who says you can use my full name. Oh, my goodness. However, she's concerned that I will not be able to pronounce her name. Uh huh. It's either Andrea, Andrea, Andrea. Or Andrea Sweatman. It's the last name. I got the last name right. So (laughs) she says, instead, I can use the name, and it's spelled A-N-N-I-E. Annie. So, Annie, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Annie, thank you for Mm -hmm. uh, letting me use Mm -hmm. an easier-to-pronounce name. Nice. All right. Annie starts by saying, Mary and Shelley. Hello to a couple of beautiful souls. Aww. <laughs> Except for Shelly purposely mispronounced your name. Well, so. let, let, just, just hold off on that. <laughs> let me start this off by saying I am a terrible letter writer, so this might have all kinds of mistakes in it. Feel free to poke fun, Shelly. Oh, I can take it. Okay. Boom! <laughs> it's on, Ani. Uh, uh-uh. <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Okay. Sorry, Annie. 
Ani goes on to say, <clears throat> I am not easily offended and I find you fools hilarious. Did she just call me a fool? Totally I was going to say she's at least got one part right of that statement. <laughs> yeah, we're hilarious. <laughs> so she says, I know you've heard it many times, but I feel like we are the best of friends. Aw. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I never felt wronged by religion or church directly. But after listening to your podcast, I think I had some underlying issues I wasn't aware of. Oh, uh, yeah, that happens. That's what we do. We pull that shit out, <laughs> and we make you look at it, and we help you heal. You are welcome, mm -hmm. all of you. <laughs> Nothing near as bad as some of the stories I have heard on the podcast. I'm more upset about how my wife was outed by our church a few years back. As much as it pissed me off, I was also glad it happened. Otherwise, we would still be in the closet and not married. Before we go into that, let me tell you a little more about us. First, I stumbled across your podcast by looking up the word lesbian <laughs> on the Apple podcast app. Okay. So that that's who this Ani is. She's looking up lesbian. Okay. Okay, we know what she's searching on the Googles. All right. Uh -huh, uh -huh. I started listening when you had about 80 to 85 episodes available. I have binged and am nearly caught up to current episodes. Damn, that's quite the binging. And this is a recent letter. So she may or may not be caught up because we just got this letter hmm. recently. Yeah, we've been collecting Nevermo's letters. <laughs> just for such an occasion. Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. She also says, I know you both like hearing how you were discovered by listener. We do like that because we're always kind of like, where did you hear about us? You mm -hmm. know? Yeah. It's always interesting. It is. Okay. She goes on. I have never been Mormon, but have been raised in church. I've been to Baptist and non-denominational churches. My grandfather was a Southern Baptist pastor. He was told about my sexuality by my aunt. Oof. Why the fuck do people think they get to out other people? I don't know. <clears throat> yeah, that's rough. She was taking care of my grandparents when I came out, and she felt it was important to tell them. So she did. <laughs> Thanks. You know, that's what it is. It's like this air of importance, like, I need to deliver this information. Why? Is it so they can get credit? I don't know. It's not like it's hurting someone. It's not like it's this big lie that needs to be told to the police or some shit. Just I've, don't fucking do that, okay? I get to get credit for reporting the sinner of the family. Mm -hmm. exactly. That's bullshit. It is. All right. Oh, she has a raise your hand. I mean, raise your hand if you think it isn't appropriate for someone else to tell your story and come out for you. S-M-H. Does that smack my head? Smack my head. Smack raising it. my hand. Needless to say, my grandpa never really comprehended it because he had dementia and was in poor overall health. Now, was it dementia or dysentery? <laughs> <laughs> Let's ask your mother. Okay. She'll know. All right. Uh, my grandmother, on the other hand, did and seemed to be supportive. Well, okay. Go granny. She was always welcoming to my wife and I. She even came to our wedding. Hmm. I guess if you look back to all of the years of us coming and going to their house, she might have suspected it. I don't know. Anyway, this fucking letter is already out of hand. I need to get to our history. This is cracking me up because Ani, like, keeps apologizing for the length of the letter. Girl, this ain't nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not to worry. Ani goes on to say, so here goes. I always knew I was different. Even as a child, I was more attracted to girls. I had the occasional boyfriend in school, but never really felt anything for them. The boyfriend I felt the biggest connection with later came out as gay. That happens. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It happens more than you think. Like, that happened to me, actually, mm -hmm. as a teenager. My first boyfriend came out. I, you know, I wonder how many there are. Raise your hand. Raise your hand if that mm -hmm. happened to you. Mm -hmm. I can think of at least one other person who's a listener. 
Mm -hmm. Well, so back in 1994, when she was in the seventh grade, she met her best friend, Samantha. Ooh. Oh. We were in gym class. I was bored. I turned to her and asked her name. She told me her name was Samantha, and my response back was, that's my dog's name. Mm -hmm. What a pickup line. Am I right? That's a good one. Is it? I mean, we'll see. We'll see if it worked. Long story short, we became best friends, and that lasted until current day. In 1999, we graduated, and shortly after that, we realized there was more to us than just friends. Ooh. I knew it and felt it a few years earlier, but I wasn't real sure what her true feelings were, and I wasn't sure she would give in to the feelings. Although I was raised in church, my mom was very open-minded and had several lesbian friends that we spent a lot of time with. Yeah, that's interesting. That would she, not have been my mother. No, my mom neither. For me, it was just another way of life. You had girls who liked and married guys. You had girls who liked and dated because they couldn't marry back then. Girls. Sam was raised in church and her parents were and still kind of less open-minded. I know you both understand that. Yeah. So one thing leads to another. And with a lot of heartache, we try the being a couple thing. Ooh. Is that weird, Mary? Did you ever have a friend that was a girl for a long time and then you guys decided to be like more than that? You mean a girl that was a friend for a long time? <laughs> yes, that's what I meant. Yes. No. Would that be weird? Not necessarily. I had friends like, growing up. What if up. you and Linda started dating? Well, that would be weird because we're not attracted to one another. <laughs> but I had friends growing up who would say, Mary, if you were a boy, would I be your girlfriend? I was asked that more than once. Mm. I just think about like the friends in my life that are girls. And then, like, what would it be like if we went from being good friends to dating? I don't know. I just, I can't see it. Hmm. I don't know why. Whatever. You totally had a crush on your bestie when we met. But it wasn't like a sexual kind of crush. You know, it was for sure this, like, heart bond. But I think that going past that would have maybe almost been gross for me. Huh. Isn't that weird? Are you putting a judgment on this? Predicament? Not in the least. <laughs> it just made me think about my life. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it'd be weird for you. Yeah. Then don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, if it's weird for you, don't do it. If it's not weird, do it. Yeah, I don't see anything weird about it, but it has not happened to me personally. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Although, <laughs> there was the girl Melanie in, in uh, high school. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The foot thing. The foot fetish, Melanie. <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, I probably would have gone for that. Yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. I think you would have. So are you going to retract your uh, original weird statement? Uh, uh, no, just because the people that I was thinking about in my current friend group or my, my most recent friend group, it would be weird. It just would be. But I think, Melanie, that would not have—I mean, it would have been different because gay was a sin mm -hmm. um, in my mind. But But think about it. If you're not allowed to be out of the closet and you've got this really good friend, you know— you might just sort of stuff down your crush on that person and just say, oh, well, we're just really good friends because you're not allowed to have a crush on them. You're not allowed to express yeah, but anything what, then, other than But then friendship. do you start dating? In some cases, that's what happens. Like in Ani's case? Let's see. <laughs> case in point, yes. <laughs> Let's see what happens. <laughs> okay. Oh, that was a bit of a sidebar. Okay. So Ani says, Sam struggled hard and was really hard on herself and us in the beginning. I was like, this is what my heart wants and I'm cool with it. So I was all in. We lived in the closet for many, many years. Mm, that's hard. Yeah. We lived together, had animals together. Oh my God, so gay. <laughs> like, how did your family not know you were gay? Like, you live together and you have pets. People see what they want to see. 
Yeah, that's true. They even bought a house together before coming out. Oh, wow. <laughs> but they're straight. They're just roommates. Mm-hmm. That was probably 2010-ish, give or take a year or two, when she was forced out of the closet by the church we were occasionally attending at the time. Ouch. Her parents' church. Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. So here's how it went down. We're about to get the dirty deets. You ready? I'm ready. I had attended a friend of ours' wedding, still wasn't legal, and then the next week we had started to receive phone calls from one of the elders at the church. Hmm. This happened several times over that week. Finally, one day he called and Sam was home. I just said, it's for you. He's been calling like crazy. So she answered and he asked if I had attended this wedding. She said, uh, yeah, why? Then he went on to ask her if we could come to the church for a meeting, and she said no. This feels like a move right out of the Mormon handbook. Oh, hell yeah. Did you do this? Uh Come in, we need to talk about it. (laughs) Fuck you, dude. So anyway, Sam asked why they wanted to meet with us, and he asked if we were a couple. Uh, Oh, my God. Thankfully, she said no. Uh. Well, she should have said, yes, fuck off. I'm not shooting anyone. That's a rough situation. But why the hell does this guy think he can ask that <laughs> shit? And who the fuck cares? Shelly says, you should have said, hell yeah, we are, fuck face. <laughs> Is that pretty much sum it up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, where's where's your compassion today, Shelly? I'm not having compassion on that douchebag dude. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you want people to just stand up to uh, their religious leaders? I would love that, but I also want people to do what they're comfortable with, and I understand that shit is not easy. It took me a long time to stand up to them. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Take your time. Shelly's going to dial back in that compassion and keep going with this letter. Okay. All right. Here comes the compassion. <laughs> okay. Then he asked if I could meet with them, and she said, it's up to her. Then they hung up. Is that a compassionate voice? <laughs> <laughs> tried to be. <laughs> All right. Normal voice. <clears throat> she let me know the conversation, and I was pissed, as there you, you can go. imagine. Then he called back, and I wanted to answer, but she knew not to let that happen. I mean, I would have lit his ass up <laughs> with all kinds of choice words. That's what I'm talking about. Light his ass up. <laughs> <clears throat> Annie or Ani, aren't you glad that Shelly read your letter today on the podcast? <laughs> you are so welcome. <laughs> Ani goes on to say, the callback was him wanting to talk to me. And of course, the wife was like, um, that's a hard no. Mm. He asked her to ask me to have a meeting. And she said I was not interested in a way nicer way than I could have. My poor Sam was torn up. Poor Sam. She'd made up her mind. She had to tell her parents because she didn't want them to find out from the church or a church member. She Mm. was upset and crying and wanted to be left alone. Fucking church. Yeah. That was, I said that. Mm -hmm. That was so hard to let her have that space. I wanted to hold her and make it all better. She went outside and called her sister. She was so upset. Her sister had thought the worst, as you can imagine. Once she got herself calmed down, she told her sister what had happened and came out to her. Her sister was like, yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I have known for many, many years. Mm. She said there have been conversations with other family members after family gatherings that we had left from. That was a good feeling, knowing they had talked about us and our relationship behind our backs. Right. It always does feel great. Yeah. They had decided mostly that it was okay and they would be accepting. I mean, thanks for the approval, I guess. Right. Yeah. It bothers me that people have to make a point to accept me just because I love a woman. I don't make it a point to accept them because they love the opposite gender. Yeah. I mean, ew, why would you want that? (laughs) 
<laughs> I know. I mean, should we accept our straight listeners even though they're straight? <laughs> I guess. Listen, we, we will love you no matter what. Yeah, listeners. I hate that no matter what. Or yeah, in spite I still, of. I still yeah. love you, straight listeners. Yeah, despite this uh, big flaw, mm-hmm. I'll still love you. Like it doesn't hurt us that you're straight. Mm-hmm. Stop trying to break down the gay family. <laughs> Okay, moving on. I love and accept them because they are family. That's how it should be. Anyway, with that knowledge, Sam thought telling her parents would be okay. She was always concerned about being a disappointment to her parents and letting them down. Mm. Needless to say, her mom did not respond well, but her dad took a day or two to process it and then was fine. Okay. You know what's kind of bothersome? Mm. And this happened in my own family and over it at this point, but I had one brother be like, when I came out, it was like, Look, that's a lot for me to process right now. Like, really? This is about you? This is about you processing my attraction, you know? Well, and this brings up something interesting. I'm glad you mentioned this, Shelly, because Mm -hmm. you have a good relationship with him now. I do. Have you ever thought you might want to ask him what he he was thinking back then? Why that was his response and, and why he couldn't process it? You know, I did tell him that it hurt my feelings when my other brother reached out right away and said that must have been a hard secret to hold on to, you know, if you need anyone to talk to you, like he was great. And, but this other brother never did anything. And I did tell him that it hurt me that that's okay. how it was. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember if he apologized or not. It was a cool conversation. Like we were arguing and he just said, I take a long time to process things. It was a lot to take. Okay. When something's new for a person, it's like they have to process it, even though they shouldn't have to. You know, just like, oh, black and white people can get married now. I- I'm going to have to process that. Like, why the- what the fuck? I'm not saying it's right. It just huh. is. And I don't like it. Not everyone has to do that. No, 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 no. I- no, you're right. They don't. But that seems to be the way of people who are the norm, like the straight traditional type whatever person. Like, oh, I need to process that. You know, trans rights? Whoa, I need to process that. What the fuck does it have to do with you? Well, exactly. Yeah. What does it have to do with someone else? And why can't we just be happy for people's choices? Yeah. Why do we have to process it? Why do we have to insert our opinion at all? Yeah, this isn't actually your thing. This is the person's thing telling you. Yeah. Out of probably love and respect for you, like, I'm going to tell you who I am, you know? Yeah. Oh, I need to. I need some time to process that. That's a lot. So here's some advice hmm. to you. Who, me? To you. Okay. Because uh, you were very quick to tell Annie, Annie, <laughs> that she needed to stand up to the bishop. Or the, no, it wasn't a bishop, but it could have been. It was an elder. The minister. No, the elder. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. You could have said to your brother, you know what? I don't think this is up to you to process at all, actually. Damn right I could have. Yep. This God is, damn it, Shelly. Have that minute again and do right? it over. I know. This has nothing to do with you, bro. I would say that a lot of people, when they are finally coming out, that strength and that courage isn't quite there. You know, it's almost like there's a sense of relief that the person that you told didn't say, you know, fuck off, you're disgusting, I never want to see you again, right? Instead, they just said, whoa, that's a lot I need to process. And there's almost this relief of like, that's that's all they said. But then looking back, you're like, that's fucked up what they said. Yeah. Yeah. It's complicated. Yeah, it's complicated. Family is very complicated. Mm-hmm. And we often seek approval from our family members. Yeah. yeah. So when these things are said to us, we don't know how to respond. Yeah. But there's no time limit. You no. can always go back mm-hmm. and say, hey, remember that thing? 
this is how I feel about it. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be an angry conversation. It doesn't have to get emotional. It can just be stating how you felt about that. Yeah. You were damn right, Mary. Okay. Glad we had this talk. <laughs> Good talk. Let's get back to the letter. Okay. It took her mom a little longer, but she did come around eventually. Her mom told her she loved her, but not the sin, and then asked her if I was forcing her to be with me. Oh, what? my God. Really? Oh, wow. Uh, that's awful. <laughs> you know what? Hmm. I have a friend who has a sister who's been in a relationship with someone for a long-ass time. All Mormons, right? Mm -hmm. Sister, no longer Mormon, obviously. But most of the family just thinks that they're friends. The ones who know that they're more than friends think that this woman actually wants to get out of the relationship but is scared to. Oh, really? It's like you can't just think that two women or two men, whatever, are choosing to be together because they love each other. There has to be some some shit going on. Oh, my God. I know. I hate it. I hate it, too. Uh, okay. The letter, obviously, when she told me that, I was hurt. I thought, wow, is that the kind of person they think I am? Yeah. Yeah, that's so fucked up. Yes, totally fucked up. Uh, yeah. Ani goes on to say, it took a few more months before I was able to come out to all of my family. Sam wanted me to wait, and I respected that. My mom was more hurt by that than she was that I was gay. Ah, uh, okay. My family had already asked me several times if I was gay and had made it very clear that it was okay if I was. Thanks That's, for the permission. Yeah, thanks. It still would make it hard. Like, they've been asking her, is she gay? And she's denying it, even though they've said, it's okay if you are. I see. It's still difficult. Yes. We lived a few more years in sin. Ha ha, sinful behavior for some, but not for this girl. Hell no. <laughs> Before I could get her to agree to marry me. Okay. I, I get that. Yeah. It took me forever to convince her because she wasn't sure how she felt about same-sex marriage. She was always told marriage was strictly for men and women. Can you believe that? It's like, even though she was out of the closet, knew she was gay, going to live gay, she still was brainwashed enough to feel like she wasn't worthy of being married to the person she loved. Like, she agreed with that. Mm. Yeah, well, religion does a lot of damage. Mm, gotta love that religion. Yeah. It finally became legal, and it was game on for me. Nice. I wanted this woman to be my wife. She needed to make an honest woman out of me. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, in 2015, we got engaged, and in 2016, we got married. Congrats! Nice. Way to go. Our engagement and wedding were the second and third best days of my life. Aww. You might want to know what the number one is. That is the day she decided to come out and embrace who she was instead of running from the fear of being a disappointment to her family. That is the day she chose me. Nice. Aww. Love that. Ooh, there's a recap. Okay. We have known each other since 1994, became a couple around 2000, got engaged in 2015, and married in 2016. What a timeline. Here we are, <laughs> 27 years in, and she still takes my breath away and Aww. makes my heart skip a beat. Wow. I'm guessing under boob. <laughs> all the underboot. Uh -huh. I cannot imagine wanting to spend any of my time with anyone else. We have been through quite literally everything. I know this letter was a hot mess. I appreciate you taking the time to read it. I love telling our story. Love you guys and all you're doing for the LGBTQ plus community. And I hope to meet y'all someday. Aw, nice. thanks, Ani. <laughs> Oh, Lord, uh -huh. Shelly. What your a great letter. Butchering of names. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was fantastic. Thank you so much for sending that in. We hope to meet you one day, too. Yeah, they really hung in there. 20, what was it? Seven, seven. years? Yeah. Wow. And I'm sure it was not easy. No. Um, 
that happened to me on a smaller scale where I was with somebody for a number of years and she wasn't really out. Yeah. I mean, she was out to some people. Sure. Um, but she wasn't out to work. She wasn't out on Facebook. She wasn't out in certain circumstances. And that's hard. Because mm-hmm. then you feel like you're the closeted girlfriend. Like she yeah, is you're the, keeping you're the, you under wraps. You're the secret girlfriend. The dirty secret. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, her loss, my gain. Absolutely. <laughs> I know. I like to tell everyone you're my girlfriend. I know you do. I do. It's like you shout it from the rooftops. Yep, sure do. I love it. Because, you know, makes me feel like you're proud of me and stuff. I am. I know. Put you on my arm, little lady. Well, you want to take a commercial break and go make out? Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do that. We'll be right back. We are back. We are. You know, I think I can get two letters in because they're shorter. Well, let's do it. This one is from March of 2019. It's Kelsey. Hi, Kelsey. Sorry it took us so long to read your letter. I have a niece named Kelsey, but I don't think this is her. Probably not. Okay. Is your niece Mormon? Yes. So, yeah, probably not. Oh. <laughs> because these are Nevermo's. Oh, that's It's the right. Nevermo letter You're, episode. Yeah. Damn it. I need to listen better. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Kelsey says, hi, y'all. Hey, y'all, Kelsey. I like it. I wonder mm-hmm. if Kelsey's from the South. You don't have to be from the South to say y'all. No, you don't. Okay. I say it. I did live in the South, though, so for did many, I. many years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you lived for a time. Yeah, in Alabama. Yeah. Well, that's some South Briefly. right there. That is South. Mm-hmm. First off, I'm really enjoying the podcast. Well, well good. Thanks, Kelsey. I'm glad you <laughs> like it. I'm glad you're not writing into podcasts that you hate. <laughs> Stop podcasting. You suck. You suck. Boring. (laughs) Just leave us a bad review and we'll make a t-shirt out of it. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Kelsey says, both of you are fantastic and fun to listen to. Shit. Nice. She's going to ask us for something. (laughs) She's buttering us up. (laughs) She's buttering us up. Uh, She says, I know it takes a lot of time, effort, and mental energy, but it is not in vain. It's a lot. It is a lot. We love it. Don't get me wrong. But um, yeah. Thank you for the recognition. Yes. That means that makes yes. it worth it when people realize. So thank you. For sure. She says, y'all are making a difference. So thank you, Kelsey. That's all we want to do is make a difference. That's right. Yeah. I'm almost caught up. So I'm thinking she's caught up by now. <laughs> um, I don't know, Kelsey. You caught up now? Did you get all caught up? Yeah. Well, she said she was listening to episode 16 when she felt she needed to say some stuff to you, Shelly. Oh, shit. Did she write in at episode 16? I think so. <laughs> Yeah, that's <laughs> Sorry, the impression Kelsey. I'm getting. We hadn't even had Dan from Extension Audio helping us out yet, I don't think. Oh, this was pre-Leave It In? I think by one episode, maybe. Well, what did Kelsey want to say to me back in the day? Kelsey says, I feel your pain and frustration with your family. Hmm. I wasn't raised Mormon, but I'm a pastor's daughter, Church of God, Evangelical Pentecostal, by the way. Shit. Woo! That's a lot of words. Lordy. Mm-hmm. Uh, who was raised in the hills of North Carolina. See, she is Southern. You're right. There you go. But y'all. damn. <laughs> <laughs> but damn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the past year, I came to terms with my sexuality and attraction to women. I came out to my parents and brother October of last year. Kelsey says, I'm not going to lie. It has been hell at times. I'm now out to most of my extended family as well, minus my grandmothers, she says. And only one aunt and one cousin have been supportive or happy for me. Jesus. We'll be happy for you. Absolutely. 
My father continues to refuse to meet my girlfriend of four months or even acknowledge her existence. You know what? We're going to need a, a recap. An update. An update. Kelsey, if you're caught up <laughs> and you're listening to this episode, we're going to need an update. Absolutely. Okay, go on. Kelsey says that her father is much in the same line of thinking that him acting like a decent human being shows signs of approval of my lifestyle, in quotes. And I think she's referring to your parents. So yeah, it's where, the, yeah, so if they show approval. If they were to be nice. That's like showing approval of your right. lifestyle, yeah, of your they were dirty like, choice. Like if they even mentioned the girlfriend's name or whatever, then it's, just, it's approval and they can't do that. Yeah. yeah. Of course, your parents have come a long way. Oh, such a long way. Such a long way. Yeah. Once again, Kelsey, we need an update. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she goes on to say, I had one aunt tell me, or maybe she says aunt. What do you say in North Carolina? Aunt or aunt? aunt. You do? I don't know. Okay. I had one aunt or aunt <laughs> tell me it's a choice and I'm sinning and going to hell for my choices. Yes, because I choose that. Thanks, auntie. Oof, mm-hmm. that's rough. Yeah. My family has made homophobic remarks around me even after I came out. Well, that's sweet. Wow, even after. That sucks. I also agree that the silence and no response is worse. Mm -hmm. It's like you're not even worth their time or energy. Yeah. So yeah, family can really hurt us and cut us deep. But I would like to encourage you, don't shut down all opportunities for your family to rise to the occasion. You know, it's interesting. It's almost like this is a prophetic letter Mm -hmm. into your future. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Wow, Kelsey, way to go. Kelsey the prophetess. And it worked. It did. Mm -hmm. Kelsey says, continue to protect yourself, but you have to let them have the chance at least sometimes to be better. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. I encourage you to give them room to grow. Kelsey, way to predict this entire thing that happened. Nailed it. Yeah. I want to point out, too, that the whole giving them room to grow and protecting myself started with a boundary. Ah. Had to put that boundary up to them saying, you cannot call me and include me in your life if you don't acknowledge that Mary is my girlfriend. So that yeah. was protecting myself, first of all, because it hurt me every time that they did that. Right. And also that gave them the chance to fucking turn their shit around. And you know what? I have to give them credit. They always say, at least your mom especially does, mm-hmm. say hi to Mary after every phone call. No, she says Tell Mary I said hi. (laughs) Her voice isn't actually that high. It depends. It's just a little whiny. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Dixie. Oh, she loved you. My dad loves you, too. (laughs) Dixie really loves you. I know she does. It's real sweet. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Dixie and her dysentery. (laughs) (laughs) Dysentery Dixie. That's That's what what I call her. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Back to the letter. Okay. Kelsey says, I'm sorry that you, like many others in the LGBTQ community, have been and continue to be rejected and hurt by your family. Your family may never come around, and that's really shitty. I find comfort in my supportive friends and the LGBTQ community in general. It sounds like you have a good social support, and I hope they continue to cheer you on and be a shoulder to cry on when needed. Absolutely. Yeah. Back then, I didn't have as many friends as I do today because look at the size of our podcast. I know. All these friends, even the straight ones. Like, I still... I still love the straight ones, even though <laughs> they're straight. They're straight. Love the sinner, not the sin. Yeah, I know. It's a weird choice yeah, being yeah. heterosexual, isn't it? 
<laughs> You're going to hell. You know that, right? You straights. Yeah, we'll we'll love you through it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kelsey says, keep up the good work, girls. I'm excited to see where this takes y'all. Well, shit, now you see it. It's taken us somewhere. Yeah. We're behind the microphones. Kelsey, please write in and give us an update, please. Yeah, I that would know. be great yeah. to see what's going on now. Appreciate that. Hey, Kelsey, thanks for writing in. For real. Yeah. That's awesome. Mary, you have hmm. another letter, right? Oh, yeah, I do. One more Never Mow letter. Love me some Never Mows. Yep. This is also from around that same time period. This is April 2019. Thank you, April 2019, for writing in. Uh, Or Libby. Oh, she goes by Libby? (laughs) She goes by Libby. Okay, all right. That's her secret name? Mm -hmm. Go go ahead and uh, cut out the part where I said her real name, which was April of 2019. Libby, it is. Carry on. I feel like I know what's going to be happening with patron names later. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there's an idea. Y'all are all getting month names. Okay. (laughs) That's going to be challenging. (laughs) There's only so many. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we only have five new patrons, so I think I can find five months to give them the name. With the first initial of their last name just happens to work out? I'm going to make it work. (laughs) (laughs) All right. This should be good. Okay. Libby says, hi, Mary and Shelly. Hi, Libby. My name is Libby, and I am writing to you from Bishop, California. I began listening to your podcast nine days ago. Shit. Plus a year or so. Right. (laughs) I bet she's all caught up. I think so. (laughs) And in the intervening time, have listened to all 20 episodes. So that's where we were at. Oh, my God. 20. (laughs) 20. Jesus. We were, what is this, 113 or something that we're trying to (laughs) put together here? Wowzers. Libby says, I totally binge listened. Well, that didn't take long, 20 episodes. <laughs> Stop patting yourself on the back. We have fuckers now that, that sign up at like episode 106 and they're like, I caught up in a day and a half. I didn't sleep. I didn't eat. All right. Just drink caffeine. Yeah. <laughs> Funny. I find both of your stories fascinating and can relate to parts of each. Cool. I'm sure you get a ton of mail, so I'll be brief. I simply feel that after listening to so many hours of your stories, I feel that I owe you a bit of mine. Yes, please. Well, I think we're about to get that. I'm 44 years old and it— No, she's not. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) She's 46. (laughs) We're the same age. (laughs) There you have it. (laughs) (laughs) When she wrote in, we were the same age and we still are today. I think you are right. Thank Mm -hmm. you. Math. Okay, carry on. (sighs) Math. Not my strong suit, (laughs) I have to tell you. You know what your best suit is? mm. Your birthday suit. (laughs) <laughs> wow, Shelly. Have you been taking some of those gummies, those accidental gummies? No, I just been finally getting my second win after a hideous day today. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, wine could maybe help you. Oh, we're getting out of Snoop Dogg in a minute. Don't you worry. <laughs> okay. The 19 crimes? Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Libby says at age 38, she came flying out of the closet. I'd been married to my girl's dad. They are now 21 and 19. For no, they're a- not. okay libby says she was married to her daughter's father for 18 years and during that time we were part of a protestant cult oof wow protestants don't fuck around she says in quotes they had everything in common where we sold our home and moved in with another couple oof interesting that's like um consecration shit oh my goodness It was an offshoot of a charismatic church plant of which we were a part, and though not connected in any way to the LDS church, was prophetic, which meant we listened to people tell us what God 
was doing and saying and what we should therefore do and say. If there was a prophetic movement, Foompod equivalent, it would be God is doing a new thing. Ooh, should we quiz Shelly? What does God is doing a new thing mean? It's like he's revealing more shit. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) Half bell. What? (laughs) Which translated meant, it is my job to hear from God and your job to do what I tell you. That's not the actual translation. It's her words. Okay. Well, there you fucking go. Half buzzer. <laughs> half bell or half buzzer, depending on if your glass, glass is half yeah. full or empty. I I'll guess. take the half bell <laughs> for five hundred, Alec. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Rest Too in soon. Peace. Yeah. All no. right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Libby says we left the cult in 2007, and I returned to CSU Fresno, where I finished my degree and first teaching credential. It was exposure to education that caused me to realize that what one believes is entirely contingent upon geography and history, where you're born and to whom you're born. I realized that there were many other children born the same day, but halfway around the world. And instead of being Christian, they were Muslim or Buddhist or Hindu, and none of this was because of anything they had done or chosen. So to ascribe, quote, right beliefs to a person for a belief system they fundamentally did not choose was batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. The battiest. Battiest. Of the batshit. Where I was taught, that was the understanding that people were born, you know, wherever, in whatever culture or whatever religion, but because I was born into a strong Mormon family, that's because I was a more valiant spirit in the pre-existence, you know? Yeah, talk about stroking your ego oh, early. Shit. I know. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Libby says, also, if my children flipped me off, walked out of my life, and never spoke to me again, I would not, had I the power, send them to hell. Yeah, same Z's. Interesting. So that makes me a better parent than our Heavenly Father? <laughs> right. Right? Yeah, like I wouldn't kick my kids out and, and be all, figure it out. Or you don't get to come over to my house again. Yeah, Figure it out, and if you don't get it right, you're going to hell. God in these patriarchal religions is no damn fun. I tell you. Mm-hmm. Libby says, by the fall of 2008, despite leaving the cult and rebuilding our lives, I was still not okay and sought therapy. Mm. Through this process, I worked out many issues and came to finally accept the fact that I am gay. What? Right? Something I had known and run from since I was 15 years old. Wow. Yeah. I spent five years and tons of wine unpacking all of the issues and then left my marriage in May of 2013. a girl. Yeah. Two months later, I met my wife on Match.com. Hey, that's familiar. (laughs) Match.com. It works. (laughs) Wait, were you on the free subscription or the paid subscription? Because I didn't get to actually see Mary until I started paying like $9.99 a month. Yeah. The free stuff doesn't get you shit. No. Yeah. No, it it does give you shit. Like (laughs) 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 No offense to anyone who met their spouse on the free. Is that even a thing? How do you do that? Like browse. So right? you can, like, wink at people, but you can't read any correspondence. Yeah. There's no way to get in touch with anyone. Right. That's how they get you. Yeah. It's <laughs> smart. Yeah. It's a good business plan. Yeah, I like it. Sure. You can browse, but you can't actually interact. Don't touch the merchandise. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
Libby says we got married on 3-14-14, Pi Day, because we're nerds. Total nerds. <laughs> I got a teaching job in Bishop and moved here to be with my love. Hmm. The girls followed one at a time, the oldest in 2015 and her sister a year later in 2016, and both graduated from Bishop High, where my wife teaches math. That is cool. Yeah, awesome. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. She's mathy? Yeah, pie. They got married on pie day. <laughs> I was thinking Not like P-I-E. rhubarb and shit. Okay. <laughs> rhubarb. <laughs> That's funny. There probably is a pie day. There is a pie day. Is it's it? on pie day, or it's on the date of pie. There's not like a pie eating contest day? They have that, but typically people have parties and pie people bring on pies. pie day? Yes. You okay. ever been to a pie day? Pie? No, can't say that I have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have. I'm partial to talk like a pirate day, though. Mm, Okay. Gotcha. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Anywho, that's for a different podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Libby says, it has been a long journey, one that I wouldn't trade for anything. Shelly, your children are going to be not just fine, but they're going to thrive because they are watching you live an honest and authentic life. Mm. Absolutely. Yeah. I see that in them. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Please try and block out all the trolls who want to tell you that you're fucking up your kids. Right? Fuck the trolls. We haven't had those in a while. Um, We're about due for some troll roasting. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll put out a, a Facebook <laughs> ad, like a random oh, Facebook right. ad for our podcast. We'll get some trolls. That's when we get the trolls. <laughs> and we try to target the ad. It doesn't matter. The trolls are everywhere. I know. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. And contrarily, that's a good word, Libby, Mm -hmm. you are giving them the amazing gift of a brave and honest parent who chose to live her truth. Absolutely. Yeah. So cheers. I'm presently drinking a glass of Sauve Blanc. Shit. And I hope our paths cross someday. Until then, thank you for what you're doing and enjoy the hard-fought freedom. Aw, thanks, Thank Libby. You, Libby. Yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. I do see my children having, not that they didn't have respect for me before, but I see them, I don't know what's the word, what the word is. Like, they admire me more, Yeah, you know? I well, really and know it's not to, weird it's for them yeah. to see you with uh, your female partner. It's no. not weird at all for them. No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I love it. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah, it is. So I think that's going to do it for this letter. So we should take a break and then come back and announce some patrons mm-hmm. and uh, Marco Polo Channels members. So we thought of something kind of fun that we're going to do for patrons at the $6 tier and above and also for Marco Polo Channels. We're going to do just quickie episode recaps. You said quickie. I did say quickie. Because after shows, I still want to do them. We're going to trickle those out. Yeah. At a really slow rate. They do take a lot of editing. (laughs) They They really do. They have graphics. There's multiple camera angles. Mm -hmm. So we're going to just kind of do a down and dirty recap. Mm -hmm. I said quickie and dirty in the same paragraph. (laughs) 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 We're going to do a little recap after each episode. uh, Just a short video and offer that for Marco Polo and channels. Yeah, channels members and $6 and above patrons. Exactly. So look for that. Uh, starting this week. Yes. Oh, that's I'm excited. Already, actually, it. it's going to be already happening. Oh, shit. It's happening. You don't even know it. <laughs> Hurry. Get on Patreon. Join channels. <laughs> it's already happening. You've been missing it. <laughs> it's urgent. Oh, the time fuckery that is podcast yes. recording in advance. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Oh, the other thing we want to announce before we take the break is that we are actually not releasing a podcast next week. Yeah. So don't be mad. Yes, don't uh, don't be mad at us. Don't be mad. We, we're just taking a little mental health break. <laughs> we I thought are. you were saying that. Yes. No, I just, not that I need to give a reason, but I've just been so busy. Like, so yeah. busy at work right now. Busy with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, been taking the yeah. kids on vacations and things. It's just, it's a lot, and I can use, like, a week of breathing. So we're going to take a breather. But we will be thinking of you. Absolutely. And we will be back on March 6th mm-hmm. with a new episode. And an interview with someone named Allie Harper of Our Shelves. Yeah, she's pretty great. Pretty great. Yeah, so we'll uh, tell you more about that when that's happening. Mm-hmm. All right, let's take our commercial break and come back with patrons and Marco Polo channels. Okay. All right, we're back. Here we are. Here we are, Shelly. We have five patrons this week? Sure do. Okay. So, wait a minute. We're going to try to give them month names? Well, now that I'm looking at them, um, <laughs> none of the last name initials are a month. <laughs> so much for that idea. Damn it. I don't know. Maybe we can make this work. Let's just try one. Let's we just try see one? what happens. Okay. All right. First <laughs> patron member is Matthew P. P, huh? Uh, I think that stands for Matthew Pisember. <laughs> Matthew, we're so sorry. <laughs> Matthew P. Ember. Ember. That's cool, right? Sure. <laughs> yes. Matthew P. Ember, thanks for continuing to support us. Hopefully you will. <laughs> and you right. wanted to do this month thing. I, I, I did. I didn't realize how, how like... <laughs> it's limiting. It's limiting. But the next one is Beck J. J. Oh, that could be June or July. Or January. Or January. But it's going to be June because my birthday's in June, your birthday's in June, and someday our wedding anniversary will be in June. Well, there you go. So, um, Beck June, thank you for sharing a month with us. Oh, look at that. Oh, shit. Next one is Rachel W. W. January. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Okay. Uh, Rachel Wanuary, <laughs> thank you for your support. Next is Samuel C. C. Um, um, <laughs> Samuel Cocktober. <laughs> I couldn't resist. No, that was, uh, that, yeah, that was low-hanging fruit. It was. <laughs> okay, you know what's great about Samuel Cocktober? <laughs> Samuel Cocktober actually signed up twice. Oh, yeah? So Samuel Cocktober is a double. It's a double Cocktober. Thank you, Samuel. If you meant to— What are you, a shark? They have two penises. Oh. (laughs) I was trying to figure out what the fuck you're talking about. Yeah. Samuel's Um, a shark. Yeah, so Samuel Cocktober, if you did not mean (laughs) to support us two times, then, you know, go ahead and go in in there and delete it. Okay. Um, If if you feel the need. All right. Thank you, Samuel Cocktober times two. (laughs) Lastly, Yahari L. L. Why don't you take this one? Oh, God. You can do this. Um, Yahari Lay. Lay? Like May. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I took the easy, shortest one there was. And, you know, Yahari Lay, you just, you can do what you want. <laughs> With that. With that, literally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a cool name, by the way, Yahari. Are you saying it correctly? Probably not. Yahari <laughs> 
Yaheri, Yeharai. I got to get like all the just in casers. What have I missed? <laughs> Help Shelly out. Please if, tell us the pronunciation y, of your name. What if the Y is silent? <laughs> silent Y. I don't uh, know. Yahari. Yah. Okay. I think it's Yahari. Should we move on to Marco Polo channels? Thank you, Yahari Lay. Next, channels. This channels member goes by the name Ani. Oh, so we read her letter in today's episode. We did. <laughs> we did. Annie is all over the place. Thanks, right Annie. Now. Damn it. Thank you, Annie S. S for September. It's too easy. Well, okay. Do you want to do something else? Sulai. Sulai. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, people, forgive us for being lame tonight. I'm exhausted. <laughs> I am exhausted. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Okay. Thank you so much mm -hmm. for your letters. If you would like to write to us, please do so. Latterdaylesbian.org slash contact is the URL to check out for writing us a letter. There's yep. also a P.O. box there if you want to write us a snail mail oh, I letter. I go check the box. Oh, and by the way, those of you who have not yet received your Christmas letters, <laughs> believe it or not, one of our friends who's just in Florida, we're in Washington, D.C. area, he just received his. Oh, wow. And we sent it out on December 5th. So for some reason, the post office is taking forever. They're probably opening them, reading them, laughing them, <laughs> sealing them, and taping them shut. I don't know. I mean, that might be a federal crime, but whatever. <laughs> sure. We'll look past that as long as they start to listen. Um, as long as we get a listener out of it. Yeah. So our overseas listeners probably might not have gotten yours yet. Our Americans. I mean... I would think it would be by now, by the time this comes out. So why don't you let us know if you have not received yours yet? That sounds good. And if you would like to support this podcast, we would appreciate that so much. Yes. Please visit latterdaylesbian.org slash support. Yes, please. Kay. And thank you. Please and thank you. I think we're wrapped up here, Shelly. I'm wrapped up. All right. Talk to everybody in two weeks. Mm -hmm. Meantime, we want to thank Dan from Extension Audio. Thanks for leaving it in, Dan. And remember, everybody, please steer clear of those cults, whether they're Mormon or Protestant. Or Pentecostal. Whatever they are, because mm -hmm. they are no fucking joke. No joke at all. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.